Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Bible Table Podcast, and I'm your host, Didi. And before we get this thing jumping, I want to open it up with a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for providing the word of the message today. Lord, I want to thank you for the word that you put on my heart that I had to share Lord, I ask that you bless the listener. I ask that you bless the hearts. I ask that you keep us, keep the church strong. I pray that this word goes out the way that you want it to be delivered. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for wisdom. I pray for me to be able to deliver your glory the way that it should be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so the message of today is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And the Lord put this on my heart and I just didn't know how to go about sharing it. So today I've decided to deliver it via podcast and I pray for I pray for the wisdom. I pray for enlightenment. I I pray for my steps to be enlightened and I pray the same for you as well. So let's jump right into it. I hope you have your Bibles. Um, we're going to read from the the King James. Or wait, wait, what, where's my Bible? Okay, so I have the New King James Version in my Bible and also have other variations as well. But for now, we're going to stick with the New King James Version for this episode today. So let's talk about time. A lot of people feel they have time you know one more time to smoke one more time to drink one more time for a lustful evening one more lie just one more time to just live how I want to live not thinking that the last that this may be the last time that you lay down to sleep at night and not wake up it might not you might not make it to work you might not breathe your next breath you know just one more sin But the good news is the Lord Jesus was crucified on the cross and he paid the penalty for our sins. Christ's suffering was God's plan for his children to have salvation. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It is by faith in Christ that saves us. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8. And I am going to turn to it as well. Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Which also means you cannot work your way into heaven. Not of works, lest any man should boast. It is by faith in Christ that we are saved by his grace. And I thank God for that grace every day. I thank God for his mercy and his grace because without it, I am nothing. And today is the day of salvation. A lot of people say they'll go to God today. They'll probably go to him tomorrow. They might go to him next year, but not even realizing that that time may not come. Today is the day of salvation. When you die and you meet at the feet of the Lord, you are held accountable for what you heard here today. You are held accountable for when the word of God is preached and you've heard it. 
you may turn away from it, but you will be held accountable. So there's no reason you could say when you meet at the feet of God that I didn't know. If you turned away from it, if you hardened your heart and turned away from God, you are still being held accountable for what you heard, for the word. Seriously, people, I can't imagine dying right now and waking up in torment, never ending torment every single minute. And next thing you know, you've been down there for a thousand years and just and just think you've been down there for a thousand years and it's just the beginning. It is literally just the beginning. You've been suffering. You've been you've been burning your weeping, your gnashing, your teeth. And you've just begun to be down there. After a thousand years, after a million years, you've just begun to be there. All because what? Because you didn't believe in the Lord because you wanted to commit adultery because you didn't want to obey the Lord and, and his will for your life. God knew there will be many people going to hell. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. The Bible also talks about a man in hell. Um, if you want to flip your Bibles to Luke 16, 22 through 31. I'm going to flip there as well. Um, that's once again, that's Luke 16, 22 through 31. Okay, so Luke 16, 22. So um, we're going to read from 22. So it was that the beggar, matter of fact, I'm going to back it up a little bit. I'm not going to start at 22. I'm going to start at 20. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Now, let me just pause right there. Can you just think like it just just imagine you're in torment, you're you're in hell, you're burning in flames and you remember what water tastes like. You remember how how good it felt hitting your tongue. And all you want is for somebody to just dip their the tip of their finger in water just to cool your tongue. Can you imagine how that how that could man that just that literally blows my mind, seriously. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted. And you are tormented. And besides all this, 
between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Now, you see, the man is trying to he's trying to ask. Please go go to my father's house. I have brothers. Warn them about what I'm going through. Tell them to turn their life around. Give their life to God. Give change. Allow God to change them. Transform their minds. Because you don't want to be down here like me. Where I am, I don't want anybody to be. That's what he's trying to do. And Abraham said Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear. And he said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. So he's trying to tell Abraham that if I'm dead and in hell, if I get the chance to, if I get the chance to tell them that they need to repent and turn to their, turn to God, repent of their sins and turn to God, they'll listen. They'll believe me that this is not where you want to be. Nobody wants to go to hell. But he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. So if they don't want to believe Moses, they don't want to believe the prophets. Why would they want to believe you? Seriously. That that's that's pretty deep right there. You know, why would this? This is why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we try to that you know, that we are doing our best to help souls. We are doing our best best to help souls. But at the end of the day, God knew who would believe in him. God knew who would not believe in him. And that's a, that's, that's the reality of it. We are, um, we were, it's not to say that Christians are perfect. Of course, we know we're not perfect. There was only one that was, and he was, he laid he, he was crucified on the cross for us but if someone had the chance to trade places with you and come back from hell to warn you or other people how real hell is don't you think they do it too there would be people there were people that wouldn't listen to Jesus John Moses Noah and you have the opportunity now to give give your life to the Lord. But, you know, the Bible does say that in the last days, it will be as the days of Noah. And, and it's really that way. You know, Noah was trying to warn people, hey, come on, get on this ark. You know, something's coming. God told me he put it on my heart. I know something's coming and I believe it. But nobody came running up fast until it started raining and i'm pretty sure even when it started raining a little bit a lot of people probably still didn't go they probably still mocked and laughed at the at at the lord what the lord wanted but then when that when the flood started to happen i'm pretty sure a lot of people wanted to wish they would have listened but you have the opportunity now but you know, a lot of people will still ignore the 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 message to repent. 
because just just the newsflash no matter if you if you're a child of God or not you will meet at the feet of God and have to give an account to what you did in this life whether it was good or it was bad people walking around trying to defend their sins by saying only God can judge me but if if you haven't heard if you haven't turned to the Lord that should scare you that should really scare you of course nobody walking on earth you know judging you that you know, at the end of the day, when you die, they're not the one you have to answer to. So you should like, who cares about, you know, you feel like the world is judging you. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what happens when you meet at the feet of God. If your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. And it's not to say, like I say, it's not to say that any Christian is perfect because we know we're not. Because the good things we've done are as filthy, filthy rags to the Lord. And if the righteous is scarcely, if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? People, it's, it's literally, you see the way that things are going currently. It's not the time to joke around with this. It's not the time to put God on the back burner. Heaven is real. Hell is real. Is the sin you're tangled up in worth burning and being tortured for worth it? No, it's not. Money isn't it's it's not it's not worth it. None of it is. Choose ye this day who you who you shall serve. And a lot of people could be like, you know, I'm a Christian. They'll say that they believe God. You know, they believe them on church at church on Sunday. Long as the choir is clapping loud enough and singing loud enough, they believe them on Sunday. But live like hell all week long, just in the club on Saturday night. Or some of them are too tired to even come to church the next day. We got to stop making excuses, people. Now is not the time to joke around. It's not the time to play. A lot of people think that they're Christians but proudly participate in the works of the enemy. Seriously, there's so many things out there that a lot of people don't know is not of God. And there's some people that know things that are not of God, but don't care. They just want to be entertained. A lot of music, a lot of movies. You just want to be entertained. And you're willing to lay down that, lay down God's word just for that. Something made with human hands or sang with human voice. It's nothing. It's nothing at the end of the day. Choose ye this day who you shall serve. People chase money and, and material things, but realize you cannot serve God and money. Either you will hate one and love the other or else you'll hold on to the one and despise the other. Nothing here is worth rejecting Christ for. What profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Seriously, y'all, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Bible tells us in the last days, it will be just as it was during the days of Noah. People didn't believe. People didn't believe then. And people don't believe now. 
The Lord has a will for each of us, each of our lives. Thy kingdom come, your will be done. The Bible says in Jeremiah 1 and 5, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So God knew you before he even laid the foundation of the earth. He knew you before your mom was pregnant with you. He knew you before he laid the foundation of the earth. The hairs on your head are numbered. The Lord knows you. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. He knew if you would be his child or not. He knew if you believe in him or not. Nothing is a surprise to the Lord. Nothing that we do will shock the Lord. The Lord said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. Do you know what that means? That means what the Lord said, it will be so. It does not change for the season. The Bible does not, the word of the God does not change for a person, for a season, for your gender, for your feelings. For your age, it does not change whatsoever. The Lord's word will not return to him void. What he said will be so, no matter what. No matter what, no matter who's in, no matter who's in office, no matter who's running things right now, what the Lord said will be done. And shoot, the Lord, the Lord sits in eternity. The Lord sits in eternity. He is the saying yesterday today and tomorrow so nothing can shock the lord he knew what you would do two weeks from now he knew that at this day in this very hour this minute and this second that you would be listening to this podcast and there was nothing ever that could change that you would be you are supposed to be sitting here listening and studying your bible it is so It is it's so. That is how it was supposed to be and there will be no changing of it. But ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I'm not a preacher. I'm not claiming to be apostle or pastor. I'm not claiming to be a perfect Christian. I just the word put a Lord on the, the Lord put a Lord. The word the Lord put a word on my heart. And I'm the first thing I thought of was doing it this way. And I'm not trying to pretend to be something that I'm not. Because I ask for forgiveness every single day as I continue to walk this walk. Walk this Christian walk. I don't just talk it. I try to live by it. I try to study and show myself approved. I'm not perfect. And I thank God for having mercy on me. I thank God for having given me grace. I thank God for the gift of his grace and his salvation. Glory to God. Glory to the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I want to close this out with a prayer. And I thank you even for tuning in today. Dear Lord, I thank you for the word that was delivered today. Lord, I pray that you bless the messenger. I pray that you bless the listener. I pray that you enlighten us with wisdom from your word i pray for more knowledge 
I pray that you forgive me for my wrongdoings, Lord. I pray that you cleanse us from our impurities and you prepare us for what's to come. We know that the world is not going to get better. It's just only going to continue to get worse. We pray for what's ahead. We pray for the harder times of the church. You promise that you will take care of us, Lord, and we, we are to hold that and be in trust of your word. We pray for a strong faith. We pray that we don't waver, we don't fall. And when we do, we give right back up. In the name of Jesus, amen.